Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Mother's Day is May 12th. I repeat, Mother's Day is May 12th. Let's not forget it. Our moms are the most important thing on this earth. And Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom so easy. You can shop by price. You can do 25 and under or 100 and under. You can shop all categories, fragrance, handbags, gift lists. You can even get gifts that are already wrapped and ready to be gifted. And there's stuff for grandma. There's stuff for aunts. There's always top gifts like Beats headphones, digital photo frames, Polaroid cam. Go to Macy's.com slash gift finder for the perfect Mother's Day gift. And remember, Mother's Day is May 12th. This episode of Giggly Squad is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. It is definitely allergy season, and if you're someone that suffers from allergies, then I'm really sorry that spring is a huge struggle for you. I'm going to be honest, it's kind of fun for the rest of us, but I know what it's like living with someone with allergies craig has the absolute worst allergies and that's why he loves coming to new york city it's literally concrete one thing i do as a good girlfriend is always have kleenex ultra soft tissues they're hypoallergenic and allergist approved so you can attack watery eyes and battle runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin we are very into our skincare routine so we're not going to let anything mess it up for this allergy season grab kleenex and face allergies head on What's up, Gigglers? Gary, fix the Wi-Fi. Manifest that shit. We can't be managed. (laughs) I mean, the day just got away from me. What's up, my Giggly Googlers? Oh. (laughs) That's like a hype one. We haven't recorded on a Friday in so long, so I feel like our energy is up. We have shows coming up in San Francisco. LA and Seattle we have some special guests we're so, so excited. excited for get those tickets because they're gonna sell out um, we manifested it so they will <laughs> I'm also going skiing this weekend in Vermont so <laughs> oh <laughs> welcome to our ski podcast <laughs> just kidding we have to get into some serious front page news immediately a lot of shit went down honestly yeah. I can't keep up with it all so Paige it's where a do lot we begin? okay First and foremost, let's talk about the engagement of Megan Fox and MGK. The, my favorite tweet, like since it happened, is people being like, I need her to change her name to Megan Gun Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> and then they both get MGK tattooed on their chest with a knife. Oh my God, I have so many thoughts. Let's first you tell the gigglers his dating history so we can analyze it and then we'll talk about the ring we're doing like a full deep dive on this but before i begin do you think that they coordinated with chris jenner when they were gonna do it like they waited enough time absolutely so did i i think they probably want to do it at the same time and they like negotiated i bet they probably wanted to get engaged first Mm -hmm. and 
Chris Jenner was like, not on my watch, bitch. <laughs> but anyway, now that MGK is off the market, let's look at his dating history. First one was his baby mama, Emma Cannon, kept her very private. Mm-hmm. No photos of her, but their daughter is adorable. Were they uh, were they married? I don't believe so. Okay. Then we have Amber Rose. No fucking way. It's his dating history is wild, and this was his first public relationship. I wonder if that was pre or post Kanye. Great question. Okay, things are just overlapping like crazy. He said that he didn't like being in the limelight, so it was weird being in a relationship in the limelight. Talk about quotes that don't age well. Their relationship felt completely natural and their busy schedules reportedly led to their split. Next, you're going to die. Halsey. Shut the front door. He was linked to her in March 2017 at the beach together. Um, I kind of love that. Love them as a couple. Yeah. And he had, he also has changed his looks over the years. Like he used to have this like weird comb over. I mean, he used to also be a rapper. Okay. Then... He went to the Instagram side, Chantel Jeffries. Okay. But these weren't like full relationships, but they've been spotted together. Got it. Then, this is wild, Kate Beckinsale. This bitch is around the town. Around the town. Wait, so she dated, wow, epic that she dated best friends. I fucking love that. Are she they dated best friends or are they just like PR best friends? No, I think Machine Gun Kelly and Pete Davidson are like legitimate best friends. Kate Beckinsale must have a vagina made of gold. She's also, isn't she British too? And just like perfect. She loves she mu- cats. Which and is I why feel I love like her. she's probably hilarious. I think she just likes hot, young, swaggy guys and then she gets bored with them because she starts dating Pete Davidson and Machine Gun Kelly in an interview basically was like, run, like, to pete davidson and she clapped back at him and was like why don't you worry about things that are actually happening and donate to the australian wildfires then waste your time on things <laughs> that are not happening and never were and also please get a fucking life <gasps> queen epic iconic epic. okay then this is a little i didn't predict this he goes from kate beckinsale to noah cyrus very weird the whole Cyrus family freaks me out. And I know I'm probably <laughs> going to get hate for that. But the whole Cyrus, there's something fishy with the Cyrus family that hasn't come out yet. I'm saying it here and now. Like the Duggars? Not that extreme. The oh talented my God, no. Duggars? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Not that extreme, but something something's amiss. Well, they're all very talented. But, I mean, it, they grew up in a famous family. The dad was famous and... It, they're all clearly um, you re- They're rebelling But we don't know what oh. they're rebelling from Because they're right. all rich and beautiful Oh okay then he goes back to Instagram And is seen with Summer Ray. Okay And he wrote She came and picked all her stuff up on my birthday Nice <laughs> <laughs> I love when men are emotional <laughs> He's definitely emotional Then came Megan Fox Wow Let's discuss this emerald her birthstone and diamond his birthstone ring okay this might come as a shock to some people because i am very traditional in the engagement rings that i like and everyone knows i hate pear-shaped whatever yep yep i don't mind the ring because look if there's anything better than one diamond it's two Mm -hmm. agreed 
But I do feel like the positioning of the ring and the size of it and kind of like the band, the two bands of it looks a little like cracker box to me. Mm. Like it Mm -hmm. gives me like a, it's almost too big that it looks like tacky. Mm. Mm -hmm. I think there are people like certain celebrities that have done the two diamond trend and have done it really well. Like I love Emrata's. I really do love Ariana Grande's. Same. But I will say I do really also enjoy the green and the clear. Like I think that's fine. I like that. One out of 10, what do you give it? I'm going to give it a higher rate than I would because (laughs) I feel like I'm going to give it like a seven. Oh, a seven. Okay. I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it like a seven where if this was her first wedding, her first engagement, I would have given this Mm. a three. I think when it's your second events, there's no rules. And I think you can be as whimsical as you want to be. I agree. I saw it and I thought it was like perfect for her. Um, The green is very like sexy, mysterious, almost a little naughty, Mm -hmm. a little evil almost. Mm -hmm. And then I love, they call it like a domois ring. I, I wanted two diamonds. I have to wait a little, I think. I have to do anal to get yeah. another diamond. You have so. to have at least three kids and be doing anal on a regular basis. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought it was great. But now we have to discuss the five camera situation and the Foot Locker employee apparel. What the fuck was that? And why? Why was he wearing the same shirt that Travis was wearing when he proposed to Courtney? Is there a cult that... Wait, it's we- the same shirt? Well, I mean, he wore. they both wore black and white stripe. They both look like they worked at finish line. I think he looked like a vegan Beetlejuice. (laughs) It's like they like talked on the phone together and was like, it worked for me, bro. You should try it. Yeah. I mean, look, I know that the punk rocker vibe is really hot right now and really in. It will never be my vibe. Mm -hmm. Pete is the only one that like is in that realm that I like would have sex with. But like. But he's a comedian. He's not punk rock. It's It's different. Makes it a little different. And he's like New York. The thought of having sex with Travis or MGK actually makes me dry up. I would have sex with MGK because I like his low voice and he has swag and he's tall. But like, I wouldn't feel good about my body next to him. <laughs> I'd be like, you go on the runway, you skinny bitch. If there's one rule I have, it's that you can't be skinnier than me. I mean, <laughs> that's just for my own mental health. But he seems like the kind of guy that just like eats whatever flaming hot cheetos all day and just looks like that and i don't i don't want that energy <gasps> around me they are a flaming hot um, cheeto family for sure sorry, i lost my headphones some family some couples are doritos families some couples are flaming hot cheeto families they're flaming hot cheetos they are <laughs> and i also think yeah. that people talk about like the emma Cham- emma chamberlain instagram aesthetic and like the photo dump so it looks like you're you try to make it look like you didn't try and i kind of feel like the concept of these over filmed staged proposals they don't feel as like exciting like maybe a hidden camera but this one felt real like okay everyone everyone got their places quiet on set like it felt very not romantic to me like it's like she knew it was coming again she knew that she was gonna go down on her knee oh wait let's talk about that i actually really liked that yes it was cute it was cute so if you guys didn't see it when he proposed 
and you know like he's obviously down on one knee she Mm -hmm. also then went down on like both her knees to like kiss him and take the ring and I actually really that touched me I looked past the t-shirt because of that moment Mm -hmm. yeah I like that too just them connecting but (laughs) also when he posted an insta story of them like falling onto a bed of roses the only thing I think about as someone who creates content was like exhausting on the night that you got engaged you guys had to like set up like how many tries did that take like that's what I I think about the realism behind it yes and it stresses me out I also feel like if you go on vacation like you know what's happening I want to be so fucking caught off guard that it's like yeah I'm in pure shock this is the problem as women we have spidey senses like I knew Des was gonna do it okay so you knew it was coming at some point but you didn't know when you woke up that morning when I woke up that morning he was singing in the other room and I knew he was up to something because he was making the singing video (laughs) I like knew it was happening like I just knew it you just it's so and then he was acting so weird yeah he had to drive into the city one day and I was like why do you have to go today and he's like I just have to and I like knew he was getting the ring like men don't know how to really they're sloppy yeah isn't it funny when you know like your man isn't like doing anything too out of the normal but like you just know you're like what are you doing and they're just like My, my friend's fiance was like I have to go um get new headphones and it's gonna take a while and she's like she's like why don't you just get him online or something or like across the street and he's like i just can't like he just got he was so bad at lying that she was like i can't even get mad at you and then at one point she's like is he about to cheat on me like guys will be so bad at lying that you assume that like they're actually gonna break up with you that would actually be very surprising if you were like i think he's gonna end it and then he's like i love you i could see myself spiraling and like breaking up with him first to like beat him to it and really he's about to propose Oh my god, I had a this reminds me of my fifth grade dance. I yes. might have told you this before. I don't think you have. Oh my god, I fully spiraled. I had such a crush on this guy. And the fifth grade dance was coming up and everyone was getting asked. And he I had a best friend named Molly who was so cute. We'd play basketball with the boys, but like low-key, like we had crushes on them and she was funny and athletic and cute and smart. Where is Molly today? And Molly's doing great. Good. Molly's in the city somewhere vibing. Good. At the time, I was not happy with Molly because the whole entire recess on the basketball court, my crush was talking to Molly. And I went to my friend Justin and I was like, Molly is a cunt. Yeah. Molly knows how much I like this guy and he's going to ask her out and I don't know what I'm going to do and I don't think I can be friends with Molly anymore. This is so hurtful. I'm so upset have a full like I'm done being friends with both of them mm-hmm. Molly comes up to me is like he wants to ask you to the prom but he doesn't know how <laughs> and I fully had like was like don't you dare talk to me bitch you're like I'm and so then- sorry I accidentally manifested that you get hit by a car next recess <laughs> and I, I will try and take that back so talk about like a day change I was ready to burn the whole school down we ended up going together barely held hands but did you stay friends with Molly? Yeah, but we ended up going to different high schools. Oh, that always, and I hate that. And fun fact, her brother was my first crush. Oh, my God. Look at us just spilling tea. What about, the, I love our blast from the past moments. Yeah, like, he was my crush as in I had anxiety when my mom would leave pre-K. 
but my teachers knew how much I loved this guy and they'd make him just sit next to me so I'd stop crying. Talk about a hoe at a young age. Yeah. Do you know that my type <laughs> when I was in like first grade in kindergarten was bl- guys with blonde hair and blue eyes? I love that for you. Do you want to know something so creepy? I have always pictured my husband in my head. Like, like I could never see his face, but I could picture him with like dark brown hair that's like a little bit longer and like wearing a suit. That was so weird. No, it's actually manifesting. You can't help sometimes the manifestations. I always imagined being with a guy who had different hair color than me. Like I always thought like a blonde and a brunette looks really cute. Didn't know it would be silver, but here we are. Okay, talk about fucking crazy bitches manifesting. I was on the phone (laughs) with my best friend from high school the other night. And she, (laughs) we were talking about our anxieties. And she goes, okay, well, I stayed up till 3 a.m. last night planning my wedding. This bitch is not engaged. (laughs) And she goes, I got so, (laughs) she goes, I got so stressed out that my venue that I want it was going to be booked up, so I emailed them to see what their availability no. was. I go, no. you're not engaged yet. She goes, I know, <laughs> but I wanted to see what the prices were. I go, so is it all planned? She goes, yeah. <laughs> how many? How long has she been with the guy? She has been with her boyfriend for like so many years, like I think like seven years, and like they're mm-hmm. getting, they're definitely getting engaged, but. Mm-hmm. She but was to like, email I, the venue is yes, that is next level shit. I then yeah. started getting anxious because I didn't even know what I wanted my venue to be. I was like, I have so much work to do tonight. <laughs> so Girls I got crazy. An, I got an instruction from the gigglers who were on TikTok to let the other gigglers know, don't sleep on our TikToks. Yeah. I did recently do a TikTok going in depth about just how the longer the caption the shorter the relationship or like okay. just the overcompensation like you sp- and I at first I felt like I was kind of being a hater but then I clarified like when you write the kind of love you want but don't actually have like it's super toxic for people who are like living their normal lives to just for you to always be projecting this per- this like overly perfect love that's like not even attainable and then when you break up everyone's like we don't believe in love yeah. it's like no that was a literally a romantic novel you just wrote are you doing mgks yeah okay yeah read it because i i didn't read it i want to analyze but they're, it the only reason i give them a pass is because they're quirky as fuck like yes, they drank each other's blood when they after they got engaged wait i thought that was a joke no they drank each other's blood after they got engaged she said we got engaged we went back to the room and we drank each other's blood I would love to see a sex tape of those two. And I don't, not even a weird way. I want to know. Like, I just need to know what kind of sex they're having. Watch, they just do missionary. (laughs) I know you enough to know that you would hate their sex. (laughs) Because you don't want to be scared. You know, you don't want to be hurt. No. 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 It's so funny how you're so, like, open you're so sexually open and like you will talk about buttholes and farting and everything and i know that in the bedroom you are a dainty flower i know that you are i know that you want to be treated like a literal princess of genovia (laughs) i know i know like if my neck is not in the right position we're changing until i feel comfortable (laughs) you want to feel loved and appreciated i want to be told that i am (laughs) a stupid slut (laughs) yes literally (laughs) who can't read um (laughs) your fucking outfits suck (laughs) 
You have a virgin who can't drive. <laughs> okay, so Megan Fox goes, and this is my Megan Fox voice. In July of 2020, we sat under this <laughs> Wait, tree. why is that so good? <laughs> I've actually never done it before. We asked for magic. We were, she's always like, like she's about to ask a question, but she's not. We were oblivious <laughs> to the pain we would face together in such a short, frenetic period of time. Unaware of the work and sacrifices the relationship would require from us, but intoxicated off of the, okay, I don't even know what that sentence means. All the karma. That's not a sentence. She definitely didn't have anyone proofread this. <laughs> no. Somehow a year and a half later, having walked through hell together and having laughed more than I ever imagined possible, he asked, to, he asked me to marry him. Just as in every lifetime before this one, I will become Satan. Just kidding. And as in every lifetime that will follow it, I said yes. Do they think they've been with each other for all the lifetime, like every lifetime? Yeah, they're And then we weird. drink each other's blood. So, you know what? My opinion is she did not say like that they're uh, she did reference like a through the ups and downs thing which we don't love we don't love when couples say through the ups and downs (coughs) during engagement posts because that yeah i don't love that what hell did they walk through together didn't they just have like a lot of attention and like a good music video come out like what are they talking i feel like i am like an in-between captioner i'm not gonna caption and say we did a thing, but I'm certainly not going to go more than four sentences. Des wrote laughs for life, and he didn't even, like, run it by me, and I thought that was really cute. I think that's adorable. I think that's perfect. I, I remember being, like, impressed by that. I remember being like, I, oh, I'm impressed by that. you. Because you know how you'd, like, sit together, like, what do we write? He just did it. Um, One of my favorite times is when Craig sits on the couch and asks, what should I caption this? Like, it's just such a vulnerable moment for men, I feel like. So vulnerable. <laughs> so, uh, so vulnerable. But once I actually was jealous, I gave Des, like, a really good um, caption. caption for a photo that I wish I used. It was, like, him shaven, and we were in Puerto Rico, and I was, like, say we both shaved, and people <laughs> loved it. <laughs> and also, but the whole, like, we drink each other's blood thing, I think they're having fun with press. You know what I mean? No, Hannah, I think they're legit... S- no, I think they're legit sucking each other's blood. It's good a source of iron, I've heard. Kind of like the placenta. <laughs> yeah, but not someone else's. You could die. You could literally die if you drank someone else's blood. Do you think she just had became the character in Jennifer's body? And then- No, she, I think that is her in real life. Like, I think that's why she loved doing that movie. Who would you rather be stuck in an elevator with? MGK and Megan Fox or Courtney and Travis? Oh. MGK and uh, Megan Fox or Cor- Courtney and Travis. I, I was going to say the same thing. One, because I just feel like I'd realize that they're taking themselves too seriously and it would start annoying me. And then they'd probably have all these inside jokes about like magic that I wouldn't understand. Or I feel like Courtney would just be hilarious. MGK definitely does card tricks. <laughs> right? <laughs> he looks like a guy that knows card tricks. <laughs> I can't get past it. Real quick, Britney Spears just posted something about Jamie Lynn while I was on Instagram. Wait, did you see what she posted? Um, I think it was yesterday after Jamie Lynn did the interview. And I mean, Britney's post was fucking epic. She was like, I had a fever. And like, thank God I had a fever because I just surrendered because I couldn't give a fuck. And that is epic. Yep. So she she posted something else. 
chicks in the office just posted i think it was a tweet who knows i'm gonna read it jamie lynn dot 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 congrats babe you've stooped to a whole new level of low i've never been around you with a knife or would i ever think to do such the only knife i ever saw you with at home was cutting the biggest pieces of squash i ever saw in my life and it was too big for me to cut Okay, that was way too many details. So please, (laughs) please stop with these crazy lies for Hollywood books. Now and only now do I know only a scum person would make up such things about someone. I'm actually very confused you making that up because honestly, it's not like you at all. Around the kids, Jamie Lynn, seriously, come on. Congrats on introducing your older sister, the concept of getting low, lower, lowest because you went at that one, babe. I guess she accused Brittany of like pulling a knife on her. Look, nobody loves a, a text rant more than myself, but you got to reread that shit. You have to reread it because you're so angry. You're inevitably. Yeah, you're miss, you're missing your points. And dot, dot, dot. This is the th- other thing. Dot, dot, dot isn't period ending. That is like s- bad grammar really gets me sometimes. Did you watch the Jamie Lynn interview? I didn't. She looks so different, though, I feel like. She was put in this big white, like almost presidential suit. Yeah. She looked like all of the world hated her. Yeah. You know, like that definitely takes a toll. I thought the interviewer wasn't asking good questions. And I'm not saying tear this girl apart. She just was like going with a narrative like, so was it hard? Like, did you not know? Like, I want to be like, when did you know? Yeah. When was the first time you you felt like you couldn't help? Like I want to know the details. It was a it was a yeah. fucking light bullshit interview I felt like. There's nothing worse than a bad interviewer because they Was Barbara Walters off? Like what unavailable? happened? I know Oprah's too important, but like Wait, at who least did it? BW. Who, who did the interview? It, I don't know who she was, but she did not ask hard questions and then kind of let Jamie like go on rants and then not ask any follow-ups like what do you mean by that like Tamara Hall give me some Tamara Hall give me some fucking Andy Cohen yeah they like, needed Andy let's in get there. <laughs> let's tear this shit apart I don't know because the problem with these PR moves is if you don't answer certain questions people are just like okay well that was unhelpful to everyone I think it's kind of wild that she wrote a book and it's coming out now You made it sound like it's wild that she knows how to write. (laughs) (laughs) No, I just think like, I just think to any capital, like continuously capitalizing on your older sister, even after, you know, she like got rid of the conservatorship is Mm -hmm. wild. Like you've made it. Have you not made enough money off of her? Like Jamie Lynn should have. F- should fire her publicist because she should yeah. move go into hiding for a couple of years i think well it came out there is there obviously have this like alcoholic abusive father and jamie spears kind of made it like she didn't really know any details but then she'd say something like i gave britney ways to connect with people like i tried to help her as if she like tried once and it just you could tell she was saying lines but kind of forgetting them and like they weren't really making sense and you i didn't learn anything from it but it's hard because it's like she clearly probably went through really hard times with the dad as well. Right. Because you don't want to. Yeah. Because I did start to feel bad for her a little bit because, look, when people are hating you as much as they're hating her online mm-hmm. is probably horrible. Mm-hmm. But also she definitely she was a kid, too. Like she definitely has some trauma. 
So I don't and feel like people should like banish her. She could have been manipulated by the dad. Or the thing is, we don't know. We don't know any of the details. But then Brittany acting now like this is the lowest you could have gone when it's like, what about ignoring it for so many years? We don't know the details. I think just like in general, her doing press and writing a book is like getting to Brittany, which I I agree. I get that. People are mad that it's like I we need to hear Brittany's perspective first. I thought that she was more going to write a book being like, this is m- like what happened to me that you guys don't understand. Cause sometimes there's way more victims than, you know, yep. it's like, it's like in a lot of like cult cases I'll see where like the person who was abusing was also a victim. I don't think people give you enough credit that you are an expert in cults. <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> if you're into cults, I actually interviewed India Oxenberg who survived the Nexium cults. Check out that on burning in hell. It was I could like I really don't think hours. you get the recognition that you deserve. I appreciate you saying <laughs> that because that's what keeps me up at night. I'm like, why am I not on CNN talking about cults no, right now? No, literally. The next time there's a cult, I want you to be on my TV <laughs> screen, and I wanted to say Hannah Burner, cult expert. <laughs> and this is like not a hot take, but I just hate abusive men, and cults are like where they go way too far where they're mainly run by men like that they're mainly run by abusive men whether it's sexually um mentally and it's about like power hungry men that go too far but um and i'm taking them all down (laughs) (laughs) but with that said i thought jamie was gonna be like this is my story but it sounds like 80 percent of the book is her like talking about her sister and kind of and people are like, well, now she needs money because she's out of the conservatorship. And it's like, yeah, that t- that smells bad. You know what sucks, too? Mm-hmm. Zoe 101 was one of my favorite shows. And then she got pregnant. And it was. Was and she a good actress? No, I don't know. It was cute. It was like a cute show. It was like a teeny bopper, like preteen show that was on Nickelodeon. And I loved it. Why couldn't Zoe, Zoe 101 just like get pregnant? In, why can't they write that in? It happens. Well, we were 12 when we watched it. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it was skewed younger. I think she was 16, but everyone that watched it was straight up 11. So, like, so I applaud them for not putting it in because it's a bit much. But story has missing parts to it. And you know how, like, you're like, oh, we'll never tell the public this. I think it's going to get to the point where the public's going to learn more shit. You know who I really would love to hear from is her fucking mom. Yeah. Because the mom was a full adult. So, okay, if your husband is that abusive and an alcoholic, you now have a duty to your fucking children. Like, why wasn't she being like, you're out of our lives? Like, get the fuck out. Or it's like that group mentality where a bunch of people get together like, oh, she's not mentally well. We need to have her money and then it just becomes normalized and then you just start getting used to the lifestyle and you treat her like she's not human anymore. But like, I mean, I'm not a mom, so I don't know how I would feel, but I I think it's fucked up. I'm more protective of my unborn children. Yeah. (laughs) Like right now. (laughs) Like if someone said something about my unborn daughter, I would slit their (laughs) throat. (laughs) I feel like the story is just unfolding. Yeah, we're um, just in the beginning. And Barbara Walters, I'm ready for you. I'm, I want to fucking sit down. No, I've never been more ready. I want like a Diane Sawyer. I yeah. want this to be one of the most famous. She should go back to Diane Sawyer because that's the one who was like a bitch to her in the beginning. Oh, that's what Di- Diane Sawyer needs to do. 
Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Do you want a bra that's sexy or a bra that's comfortable? Thanks to 3rd Love, you can have both. 3rd Love was started to take all the frustration, ick, and ugh out of bra shopping. That's why they make solutions for every bra problem, aka problems. Their bras make it easy to bring back perkiness you haven't seen since high school and get smoothing you know where. And they have straps that actually stay on. Designed at their headquarters in San Francisco and made from premium materials, they put every style through hours of wear testing on real women, including themselves, before it's given the stamp of boob approval. Comfort and support is absolutely guaranteed. Plus, whether you're a double A cup or an H cup, their virtual fitting room will help you find your perfect fit fast. They even invented half cups. No more feeling stuck in between two cup sizes that don't really fit you. It's time to get your problem solved. Visit thirdlove.com and get $15 off your first order with code PODCAST15. I am so happy that it's spring. Spring is actually probably my favorite season. Winter is too cold. Summer is too much pressure. But spring just, I love doing spring cleaning. I love getting rid of things. I love starting a workout routine. You guys know that I've been trying to work out more and more. So I have the best news ever, and it's that Peloton is here for everyone's yearly warm-up. This is the best time to get into a good rhythm and to tap into your power and build towards your summer. Peloton has classes for everyone. If you only want to do something for five minutes, then Peloton has something for you. If you want to try yoga or if you want to do a walking class, then Peloton has it for you. Peloton makes the process easier with personalized recommendations and guided programs that take the guesswork out of working out. I like that when you do like a few workouts and you know which one's your favorite, they just like automatically give you more exactly like that. I feel like it just keeps your fitness journey fresh for every day. So get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. I have um, another hot guy that we can start being obsessed with. Oh my God, who? Do you watch Euphoria? No, I'm scared of Euphoria. You would hate it. You, I actually know that you would hate it. Um, it's so anxiety ridden. Like Craig refuses to watch it with me because it makes him too anxious yeah i even get anxious watching it and i love the show i think the production company is called a24 and if you look them up they've actually produced some of your favorite movies and you wouldn't even know oh okay deep diver yeah they're so good and they they're so good because they're great at making a movie look like it's artsy not look yeah. like it's artsy like make it artsy aesthetic. and it, yeah they have a great aesthetic and they make you think about what you're watching like you're not picking up your phone when you're watching like an a24 production mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um <clears throat> so in this new season i hope this isn't like a spoiler alert but like it's been out now for a week so mm-hmm. that's on you guys <laughs> it's <laughs> been out for 24 hours so, <laughs> so it get out. it together um <laughs> One of the characters, his name is Fezco, and he is like the drug dealer of the high school. Mm -hmm. Well, 
the start of the episode is kind of giving like the backstory on how he became like who he is and like that he was like abandoned as a child and like he lived with his grandma and then all of a sudden like this other child comes and lives with them. He doesn't really know how because he's so little at the time. He is like... He looks like Mac Miller. Exactly. He looks like Mac Miller. The best part about this guy is that he is not an actor. This is the first (gasps) thing he has ever acted in. He lived in New York City. He was walking down the street. I heard about this. A casting director came up to him and said, hey, would you like to read for this role? He thought it was a scam. A couple hours later, he found himself in a like building with like executives and he's reading for this role and they hired him. Okay, that's fucked up because people talk about like that's how you get discovered in New York City. That shit doesn't happen ever. If someone walked by me on the street and said, hey, I work for this company. Do you want to read for this role? I'd be like, this is sex trafficking. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I'm like, this is how yeah. I'm going to die. I've watched enough murder mysteries to know that Actually, you're going to murder me. Once, apparently, a Gap Scout went to our, like, playground in Brooklyn and picked a couple kids, and my brother got picked, and my ugly ass was just running around. <laughs> <laughs> they, were, they literally lined him up. They were like, you, you, definitely not you. <laughs> But we went to the Gap casting, and apparently my brother was too young, so he just, like, couldn't sit still for the pictures, that they were like, we can't use this. But I'm, as my competitive self was there, and I was like, um, hello, I'm here, I'm a star. So they did a fake photo with me just to make me feel (gasps) involved, and that's how you know you're ugly. (laughs) Not to make you feel bad about yourself, but (laughs) as a former child model... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you're not a model. Oh, <laughs> sorry. You weren't a child model. My God. Um, when you when you go into these castings, some of them, they call them cattle calls because yeah. it's hundreds of fucking kids. Mm-hmm. And half of them get like, don't even go into the room because they're so bad because they're fucking yes. four years old and they can't sit. And I can yeah. remember like sitting at these casting calls and looking at my mom and being like, oh, they're so bad. Like they don't like, <laughs> sit and do what they're told. Like half of getting a job was like that you could just sh- sit there and shut the fuck up. Yeah. that you can. But listen. I was so sensitive and my mom knew that I was so sensitive that she told me that the audition, like going into the room, taking one picture and meeting someone was the job. Yeah. Like so I thought I booked every single every, every single, single audition I went on until yeah. I would actually go to jobs and be like, "Okay, well this isn't what I did." And then like <laughs> as I got older, she was like, "That's the audition." But my mom was such a good mom in terms of like me being a child model that I didn't really know I was a child model. Well, it could be traumatic for you to deal with like a lot of rejection as a kid yeah. based on what, like your looks or obvi- or you're just not the cousin of the director's child. I will and say their Victoria Justice was mm-hmm. the same age as me and <gasps> we would compete. I remember there was a Barbie commercial and it was the only thing I can really remember that I wanted so fucking bad. Yeah. And they're not going to pick two brunette girls and she beat me out for it and I never forgot it. And then she got her own TV show and I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) That is such a great example though of the entertainment industry. Like when I would do some, I would do some fitness modeling after tennis and then I'd also do some like acting stuff and you'd get in the elevator and 
everyone looks exactly exactly like the same it's crazy and you're just looking at yourself and you're like okay who's better at being myself but like <laughs> when victoria justice would walk into auditions and i would see her she was a star like she mm. just had that like she would walk in places she was so bubbly she was a fucking adorable like little girl mm. And, like, you would just look at her and, like, everyone knew she was going to be famous. Well, I always thought you were a star and you're going to be famous. Thank you so. so much. There's room for everyone. There's an abundance of she talent. Went, she, went, uh, she went the better actor, you know, <laughs> more we're not judging. Route. We're not judging. <laughs> I'm pretty sure your matching sets are way better than Victoria <laughs> Thank Justice. Thank you so much. But also Victoria Justice is interesting because... She was the star when Ariana Grande was acting in her. Isn't that crazy? I'd like to know the real story about that because Ariana Grande always hints that everyone was super mean to her on that set. <gasps> That's what I've heard. Interesting. Interesting. It's just funny how people pop at different times. Tinks says this one thing and I, a lot of things that Tink says I agree with, but this mm -hmm. one in like specifically, she says comparison is the thief of joy. I'm pretty sure that was Brene Brown. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was like Emerson or something. I think that was Beethoven. Um, but no, yeah, it's definitely. A but great no, but quote. isn't that such a because it's so true. Like the only times I feel like I hate myself and feel bad about myself is when I look at other girls Instagram aesthetic and I'm like oh they're so good mine <laughs> no, <you're> <laughs> <not>. <laughs> oh you go to mine to feel better about yourself <laughs> that's like going to Walmart just to walk around and see the creatures in there and be like okay I'll be fine I can I, I feel like that's how people feel. That's how I feel watching reality TV. I'm like, wow, I feel better about myself. And then like, no, well, else comes that's on. what <laughs> I realized. People, you watch it because you're like, oh, these people are, have way more fucked up situations than me. <laughs> and then you are one <laughs> of them, and you're, you're like, how did we get here? <laughs> no, literally, the amount of times that I ask myself, how did I fucking get here? Well, is Bravo appalling. is a thin line between feeling like so glamorous and like famous in the Bravo world to them being like, are people laughing at me? So it's yeah, like it's a not real like we thin were, line. It's not like we're around Bad Girls Club, where we just which beat sometimes the shit I wish I just went full Bad Girl. <laughs> yeah. Cause you know how that quote's going around and they're just like cursing each other out. I'm like, that is way more fun than like the mind games. I'm like, fuck it. Where's VH1 with my contract? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Victoria Justice and you, I could see looking really alike when you were younger. Yeah, we definitely did. Next thing that I wanted to bring up was, I have two things. One, you know how I said I wanted to start like reading more? <laughs> yeah. I thought that was a bit. I thought it was a <laughs> joke i thought we were being ironic <laughs> but but sometimes when i say things on the podcast i'm like fuck i said it on the podcast so i kind of have to do it now yeah so i like had bought i bought an ipad because i was having such fomo because i feel like everyone has an ipad and everyone's talking about their ipads and how much they love their ipads and oh my god you don't have an ipad and so i bought myself one for christmas I downloaded a book that I saw. Angry Birds. <laughs> <laughs> the instruction manual. <laughs> I downloaded a book that I saw. I think it was Jackie. From, Jackie Schimmel? No, Jackie. Um, 
Morning Fogarty? Toast Jackie. Oh, Jackie Oshry. I'm pretty sure I saw it on her Instagram. I can't remember, but I'm pretty positive it was her. She's someone that I like their Instagram aesthetic that I go to, and mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, it's so pretty and cute. Um, yeah. Oh, the and colors it's are the fantastic. Seven, the Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. And I downloaded my book. I spent my thirteen ninety nine. Are you manifesting a Giggle Squad book club? Because this <laughs> is a lot for me to handle right now. No, I'm not. Oh, no. Oh, God, no. It's going in the opposite direction. <laughs> Hannah, n- I now remember why I was so bad at school. I can't read for five minutes <laughs> and not fall asleep. <laughs> I mean, I'm out like a fucking light. Reading's not your specialty. I'm gonna. I'm not... <laughs> reading comprehension is not where i thrive didn't you say the most nervous you'd ever get is when they call on you in class to like read the paragraph my mom had to call the school and say please don't call on page she's having severe i would immediately start crying i couldn't i would never go up to the board and not because i didn't know it but partly because i didn't know it but i mm-hmm. would get such like stage fright would any of your friends help you no my friends would be like can't you read <laughs> <laughs> no. We like, were so different because I was the girl that raised my hand every time. I'm like, no. this is my chance. This is my chance to shine. <laughs> and this is one of the number one reasons on why I'm such an advocate. Now she's a philanthropist. Such an advocate of audiobooks, <laughs> <laughs> movies, reality TV, of shopping, <laughs> of an all girls high school. Because in middle school, I never raised my hand. And I don't know Mm. if it was because there were boys in my class and being embarrassed Mm -hmm. in front of boys was more taxing on me. Mm -hmm. I don't know Mm -hmm. what the reason was, but I know that once I got to high school, I never had that. Like You're like, I suddenly got a lot of boyfriends because no one (laughs) knew I couldn't read. It was crazy. No, like I had a tutor forever. My brother would call me hooked on phonics around the house. I know. Is that so mean? Do you think that you might be dyslexic? Um, because as as your best friend, you're very smart. I thank you. But I this think sounds I just like a because I have a lot of friends who are dyslexic in the comedy space because they're very creative. Dyslexia is the kind of thing that they couldn't diagnose back then, so people yeah. were just like, "Your kid's dumb." When realistically, your kid is so smart in a lot of different ways. Well, here's the other thing. I feel like we grew up in like an old school Italian family yeah. where it was like, you don't have something wrong with you. You just don't fucking try. But like yeah. you, I didn't try because I knew like I didn't get it like the other kids got it. Mm-hmm. And I remember being in high school and all my girlfriends would go into separate rooms to take their tests because they would get more time and they did have like legit learning disabilities. Mm hmm. And I was never even tested. Like, my mom was like, you don't have a disability. You just don't do your homework. So, like, oh my God, I this don't is, know what it was. This is wild. Famous people who are dyslexic. Orlando Bloom, Tom Cruise, Leonardo da Vinci, Walt Disney, Jim Carrey, Albert Einstein. Like, it has nothing to do with your intellectual ability. Yeah. It's just, like, a, a way of learning. And schools focus so much on just, like, memorizing stuff or reading it and regurgitating it. That like if you're dyslexic, it's not ideal. When I was little, my mom would read me books and then tell me to read it back to her and I would just memorize it. And the only reason she caught on was because I held the book upside down. (laughs) That's the (laughs) cutest thing I've ever heard. Oh, my God. That's so cute. She said she told me like as an adult, she said she cried to my dad every single night that I was (laughs) like so dumb. 
Oh my god. I was like, well, but, n- well, now I'm on reality TV. <laughs> <You're> like, Great. <laughs> Oh my god Unless you are my doctor My lawyer Or my accountant I don't give a fuck If you went to college I don't really care If you went to high school Like it just doesn't matter I feel like I became Street smart Because my dad And mom Are so street smart Mm -hmm. But they were also So protective Mm -hmm. That I Had to Be sneaky So I like Knew different ways Of like sneaking out And like Getting good grades Without like Getting in trouble If I didn't But like Like, Growing up in the city You can't be that sneaky Or like you get murdered (laughs) (laughs) Like it's like Oh you're gonna go to Central Park At 2am With a guy You have natural fear Yeah (laughs) Jumping out like My friend's like First story window To like go to Taco Bell With like guys that could drive Yeah like people always talk about Growing up with like fields Like drinking in fields And I'm like I had Prospect Park Which was just (laughs) Full of heroin needles Just full of like I remember once I was walking by And like people were having sex in a bush Like I was just scared I was scared all the time My (laughs) outfits to those field parties Were always iconic <laughs> Wait, you have to do a collab with a brand called Field Outfits. <laughs> like, high school. Catch me in the field. How about that? Oh my god. <laughs> I brought Uggs to my school. I just want everyone to know that. Everyone made fun of me for a full year for wearing Uggs and then all of a sudden mm-hmm. I was like, you guys don't know anything. That's how you know you're fashion forward when despite the haters. <laughs> And the doubters you mm-hmm. push through because you believe in your vision. I begged my mom for pink Uggs for one Christmas. It was like my eighth grade. I was in eighth grade. And mm-hmm. all my friends made fun of me. And then going into high school, like freshman year, everyone had Uggs, including the girls that made fun of me. And I was like, hmm. Interesting. 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 Wow. Very, Very interesting. Are Uggs back is what I want to know so back they're so back but they're back in like a contemporary way where it's they're super super mini which i feel like when we wore them they didn't even make mini ones oh and like, like a, if you, a low a low like, like you show your high, sock low. yeah show your sock Got it. and then the clogs are so back i remember mine would get so smelly <laughs> like because it was all like wool or whatever was in it that is so fucking on brand for you like i'd be like what is that smell it's like a rug that's dirty Uh, oh my fucking god hannah i knew (laughs) girls like you in high school and i'd like step in a puddle and just be like that's it it. like i would wreck them i was the one who was like chasing someone in like the schoolyard with my uggs like so you didn't like spray your protective spray on them ever i didn't (laughs) Those Uggs were so absurd. They were just like abused teddy bears. They were probably also so faded from like the salt on like New York City streets of like when it snows. If you know about Roback, then you absolutely love Roback. Their new women's collection is our new favorite. They have an all new Sunrise Active short and they've added a hit tech tank to their collection. 
They have the best jogger sets, skort, crewnecks, anything for the summertime when you're getting a little bit active but still want to look cute. Obviously, the MVP of Roback's collection has got to be their Demi Active Dress. There's nothing more annoying than peeling an active dress off of your body when you're on the go and you literally have to go pee. Their Demi Active Dress has GTG technology, which allows you to keep the dress on while you have to go. It's the craziest and you literally just have to try it for yourself. Use code GIGGLY for 20% off your first purchase through the end of the week. That's 20% off hoodies, joggers, dresses, and more with code GIGGLY. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Oh, God. Anything else going on oh, in front page news? I don't have any front page news, but I tried this new hair thing last night that I kept seeing on TikTok. I'm going to post the Amazon oh link to it on Giggly Squad Instagram. Okay, so it literally looks like a satin, like, rope almost. It's, like, squishy. You take the rope. It's, like, like it looks like this. Get my drift? It looks like a headband. Yeah, it's like a headband. It's long. You put it mm-hmm. on your head. Then you take your pieces of hair and you twist them around it while it's wet. So you like wash your hair, shower while it's wet. You twist it around this rope. It stays on your head. It's very comfortable to sleep in. And then you like mm-hmm. scrunchy it at the bottom so it stays. You have to make a video I'm of this. I'm going to. But also this gets me nervous. It reminds me, remember when someone was like, oh, when your hair is wet, just braid it. And then you took it out and you were like, it's, I look like I was yeah. in a washing machine. <laughs> yeah. No, it's nothing like that. <laughs> the only reason I didn't film it last night is because I literally did it at 2 a.m. You know, when yeah. we like do our weird things in the middle of the night. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. did it at 2 a.m. And I was like, I just don't have the time for it. And, and I have to attest to this because when you got on, I was like, your hair looks so voluminous and wavy and it looks like you just got it blow dried. Thank you. Because I also didn't keep it in long enough. I took it out like er- too early this morning. So it wasn't even like fully dry. So I need to mm-hmm. do when I do it like TikTok about it. I need to keep it in for the appropriate amount of time. But my the reason I'm saying this is because my hair is so fucking straight that like it mm. never holds a curl it never keeps a yeah. curl when i use my rollers even yeah because like, you never use the wand either and i feel like your hair would look good with the wand. because it just never stays like it looks great mm. for like the first 20 minutes four minutes and then yeah. i'm just like okay that was a waste of my time um yeah so i'm gonna post it because it i really do like it and it's so easy because i hate blow drying my hair i also think the difference between me starting a night versus ending a night are two different people like people don't talk about that enough because I'm greasy my hair doesn't hold a curl the girl you saw at 9 p.m and the girl at 1 a.m have never met they don't know probably each other. hate each other <clears throat> I am so bad and I'm trying to be better but my routine I'm a bat I'm nocturnal like, yeah. I'm up till 3 a.m. I'm, like, doing things. Sometimes I am, too. I should text you. No, you should. <laughs> I'm always up. 
Really? Always. Lately, I can't fall asleep. Like, it's you know when it's midnight and you're like, yeah, this isn't going to happen. Yeah. And then 3 a.m., Butter and I are just like, what's up? Des has been asleep since 7 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> I started listening to ASMR. That's like the only thing that gets me to sleep now. He listens to boring podcasts. Well, he doesn't think they're boring, but it's like <laughs> NPR. And, and he falls asleep. <laughs> wow, but that just gave me a flashback happens. to that Joe Rogan podcast that we both wanted to kill ourselves. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is sad, but the key to falling asleep at night is not getting excited about anything. <laughs> like if you see something in lo- online or like you go shopping or like you have a cute conversation with someone and you get excited and you get like a little adrenaline, you're fucked. Like yeah. you have to be mind is quiet, have nothing to look forward to. And I sleep like a baby. Also, people are like, don't eat past 6 p.m. Fuck that. I get it. But if you want to fall asleep at night, eat pasta eat till you're so full and then that food coma, you'll be done by 9 p.m. Done. Like when I started trying to this whole like don't eat past seven, I couldn't fall asleep at night. I've also been turning the brightness down on my phone because like inevitably I'm laying in bed watching TikTok and I've realized that when it's like l- my brightness is down, I'm more apt to fall asleep while I'm on TikTok than like have to put my phone down and like try and fall asleep. See, I love that advice because it's realistic. I hate people who are like, don't look at a screen for four hours before you fall asleep. I'm like, are you Some crazy? people plug their phone in in a different room. Like, my dad does that, but, like, he's a dad. The internet is lit at 9, p- 9 to 12. The internet is popping. It's where I get my best ideas. True. I don't, my brain doesn't really even start working till 9 p.m., let's be honest. But I do hate that, like, I miss the mornings. I don't know. Some, the morning, like, birds are chirping. That is nice. I just feel like you but, get um, so much more done when you wake up earlier. Like, I'm not do. getting out of bed till 10 a.m. You do. Des wakes up at 6 a.m., he can't help it, and will live a full day before me. And then I'll, at like 5 p.m., I'll be like, I'm so stressed. I have so much to do. I have too much on my plate. And he's like, just wake up earlier. It really does work. And I'm like, it does help. No. Yeah. It's like, get out of here. Do you know what You're like, what cult is this? <laughs> my mom was going through old stuff in the, in the basement. She found this letter. She All the parents had to write to my kindergarten teacher to tell them about their child and I'm like oh this is gonna be good and they go tell us something special that makes your child unique she goes Hannah has a great sense of humor she loves to play games and is very physical and she is a little bit moody in the morning (laughs) (laughs) and I'm like I haven't changed at At all." all no literally at all like I'm a different fiance at 11 a.m versus 11 p.m and 11 a.m he's like are you mad at me uh, if I, in the morning just know if we have to get up before 10 a.m just know i'm thinking the meanest things in my head about you like i don't like you I, me and you like didn't have to say a word to each other until like one because like, we that's normal talking. because that's normal people no des is a full morning person where like he'll be like singing to himself so is my mom doing a little dance my mom loves the mornings and you know what i'm jealous i'm not yeah gonna lie. i'm jealous yeah He's getting tired. It's 4.45. It's <laughs> getting cranky. Oh, it's 4 p.m. It's Des's... Time for dinner. <laughs> we got to get his jello and bananas and um, <laughs> then play bingo. So... <laughs> and watch Jeopardy. <laughs> and then do our New York Times crosswords. So, you guys, thank you for giggling with us. We love you so this much. This has been a great pod. Bye. 
see ya.